even then, to be real, it was a dark time in my life because then there was times where I'd be driving and the vision of me hitting something, like hitting a wall or something, didn't scare me. And that's when I said, I need help. So when I, when I first said I needed help, I told my girlfriend at the time uh, that, that these visions are happening for me and, you know, how I'm feeling and what's going on. Um, she got scared, you know, but, you know, being a partner at the time, she was there for me. You know, she heard me out. But this is when the change really happened. Hi there, veggie mates. Welcome to episode 61. You just heard from this week's incredible guest, Andy Noah De La Rosa. I'm your host, Matthew Davey, and this is the Veg Talk Podcast. For those of you who are new to the show, firstly, welcome. It's great to have you here. My partner, Anna, and I host this show in English and in Spanish. We've spent much of 2018 and 2019 speaking to incredible people around the globe who are leading the vegan and plant-based movements and sharing those conversations with you all. If you'd like to support our work, it's super easy. So hop on over to the Apple Podcast iPhone application or iTunes on desktop and leave a five-star rating and review for us. It only takes a couple of minutes of your time. It doesn't cost anything at all. And we do greatly appreciate your help. Now to this week's episode with musician, poet, rapper, vegan, and all-round great human being, Andy De La Rosa. Rewind a couple of weeks back and I find myself heading up to the Bronx at about 5pm on a Monday afternoon with all my luggage after running a marathon the day before. Sounds horrible, but I was buzzing to tell you the truth. New York City can have that effect on you, especially when you've got some really close friends and a very exciting conversation lined up with the man behind the viral video, I Am Not Vegan. Andy and I clicked straight off the bat, and before we started, I told him why I wanted to chat with more people of color and also people who have grown up in low-income families and communities. I said something along the lines of this. I understand I'm the white Australian guy with a ginger beard. I understand the privilege I have in today's society by just being born a white male, And I understand that I don't have as many hurdles to jump through as someone of color when we leave the house in the morning. And that's why I want to be able to share more stories exactly like yours. Andy was really grateful. And I mean like truly grateful to hear this. And I don't have the answers in terms of bridging the gap between low and high income people or between white and people of color. uh, Also between meat eaters and vegans. But I do believe conversation and connection is important. And I hope as a compassionate community, we can continue to include people from all backgrounds, speak up for each other and do the right thing by our fellow humans and animals who we share this planet with. This is one of my all-time favorite conversations, guys. So I hope you enjoy it. If you'd like to check out Andy online, you can find him on YouTube by searching I am not vegan and also find him on Instagram at noah.vision. That's noa.vision. Anyway, guys, as always, I'll see you on the other side to wrap things up. Enjoy. All right. Mm-hmm. We're rolling. Nice. Today, first interview in the Bronx nice. of New York. Um, yeah, it's good to be here. I'm with Andy Noah De La Rosa. Correct. He is a musician right. out of... Uh, out of New York, mm-hmm. uh, living in the Bronx, and yeah, dude, I'm so glad we could link up. Right, <laughs> timing worked out really well. It sure did. It it's sure like did. my last few hours right. in the city, uh, and we've yeah we've linked up here 
to to hear more about your story thank you thank you thank you for having me no no worries dude it's yeah. um yeah it's awesome to have you and and thank you for the time absolutely so let's let's jump in yep i'd love to hear just you know about your life right. what it's like um growing up and any like family yeah stories or you know food <laughs> that you would you would often see on the table oh man so being here uh in the bronx from the bronx right now uh born and raised uh been living in this exact apartment for more than 20 years i would say i'm not i don't know the set number um but yeah being growing up here has been has been a blessing uh just because it's been like a melting pot here you got your working class, you got your middle class, you go a couple blocks down, you got the high class, you see mansions left and right. So having friends from all those different types, you know, types of walks of life uh, really opened my mind since a young age, you know, and um, being on like sport teams around here, you know, getting to know the people in the community has been amazing, you know, going to school right around here too. Uh, so I'm very familiar with the neighborhood, uh, very in tune. Um, people always make jokes when I bring like friends from different parts of the of New York here. Every time I'm walking down, they call me like the mayor or something like that because <laughs> every time I'm walking down the street, someone's greeting me. So it's the funniest thing. But it's all love in the community and I, I love being from here. Um, but, you know, growing up here, especially in this neighborhood, uh, it's, it's often like in other neighborhoods in the Bronx where what's too common is a liquor store and a fast food place, right? Like it's... You see the local, uh, it'll be like a local chicken spot, stuff like that. And no one's really educating us and saying like, you shouldn't really have that, right? People, there's like, oh, it's food, right? And since, you know, it's a working class community, you know, the food is not that expensive. So if anything, you're just more uh, excited that you're getting food that's for like $5, right? Opposed to, is it healthy? Is it not? How does, you know, how does it get here? Uh, but when you're that young, you're not really thinking about stuff like that, you know, or um, I was having this conversation with some of my friends the other day, like the stuff we used to eat growing up. I'm surprised that we're still here. Like, it's crazy. Like honey buns, you know, like juices that are like 100 percent sugar uh, or juices that say juice, but don't have juice in it. I don't understand that. Like that that doesn't even make sense to me. But um, yeah, and I remember how it used to make me feel like as a kid. But I'll continue to still have this food. Like, it's, it's just nonsense, right? So, uh, fortunately, my health consciousness has kicked in. <laughs> but I don't know where I'll be if I was eating that same way for, like, you know, for God knows how long. Um, but, yeah, that's that's kind of what, what it is right now in the Bronx. So, I, I would uh, love that we'll have more options that... Um, that are for, for healthy reasons, you know, like more juice bars, more places that offer, you know, your salads, more plant-based options. Um, and to see that that trend is going on is beautiful. Like, yeah, we have a Burger King around here, but we know now that they're serving the Impossible Whopper. Like, that's cool, you know? So seeing that is, is really great. And having a nephew that's in this neighborhood now, too, he's very aware of what being vegan is. Um, and I wish I would have had that as a kid you know so but to now see it with this generation i'm so proud of it so growing up for you you know you talk about like the chicken spot right the liquor store yeah you know whatever um you, you know there's a there's a stark contrast i've just mm -hmm. come from 
downtown. I think I was around 20, right. 28th yeah. Street. Mm-hmm. And when you're getting on the train to when you get off the train, it's like a different city. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different offerings. Mm-hmm. Were you eating that kind of stuff literally breakfast, lunch, and tea? Yep. yep. That was, that was, uh, to tell you the truth, I'll do everything I can not to eat what mom made to have that stuff. So like she'll give me money or whatever the case is. And oh, I'll be like, oh, mom, I'm not hungry. But I'll sneak outside and go eat like French fries and chicken wings or something like that. Like that would be uh, my dinner. You know what I'm saying? Or like the sodas and stuff like that. Like because not knowing that sugar is addictive and all this stuff. Like as a kid, you know, you, you're just eating for taste at this point. So um yeah, that was breakfast, lunch, dinner, tea, as you said, snack. It was just the most unhealthiest things you can grab. I think it was like a competition. Like the more unhealthy of <laughs> something that you're eating, it's like the cooler you are, you know? It was crazy. It's so, like a, a badge of honor. Right, right. Like, look what I had. Like, yeah. it's crazy. So, yeah. I had a triple stacked burger with bacon. You're like the coolest guy for doing that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I ate two of them. Right. Yeah. Right. I ate five in a day. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, out one upping each other kind of right. thing. Right, right. Yeah. I remember I have I've had a couple of those stories in my lifetime. I'm not too proud to say now, to yeah. tell you the truth. Cause uh I remember one time we was in uh we were in IHOP and I used to love IHOP. Oh my goodness. Like I was an IHOP savage. So <laughs> Uh, for, for those that aren't American, I believe it's the International House of Pancakes. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what IHOP is. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. You got it right. Yeah. So um, I would normally order the French toast, right, which comes like like with like six slices of bread already, French toast, and some fruits on there, right? So I guess I'm trying to be healthy there. Um, but this one day, I was just a madman. Like, I, I ate that. I ate my cousin's leftover pancakes. I ate someone's omelet. I had another, I ordered another stack. I said, no, make it chocolate chip pancakes. Like, and even the waitress was looking at me like, what's wrong with this kid? And the whole family was like, something, something's up here. So, <laughs> but I never ate like that again. I promise that was my last time. But I was yeah. going to say, how did you feel after that? I felt like a ton of crap. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I couldn't move. Like my itis was so bad. Like I literally gained weight that day. There's no way how I didn't. Like the yeah. way I ate was really absurd and it's not recommended. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was crazy. It's common here, isn't it? Yep. It's like, as you said, like the, I think the food, the food health connection, mm-hmm. it gets blurred for financial reasons. Yep. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. in, in these communities, not just here, but like across the country, you know, if, if you've got the option between the farmer's market mm. and you know, the convenience of fast food where you don't have to, you don't have to make it yourself. Right. You line up, pay cheap, right. get a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So unfortunately that's all too common. Yeah. Have you started to see a switch or yeah. Have you started seeing any switches towards, I mean, I got off the train here and yeah. I, I saw a little fruit and vegetable. Right. Store. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to bring that up too. Funny so I was like, Yep. Hey. Yeah. This, this is cool. It has been rising. I'll tell yep. you the truth. Um, I didn't, but to be honest, I don't know if it's been rising or it's because now that I'm conscious to it, I'm seeing it more. Cause as a kid, I don't really remember those fruit stands around. Um, or like farmers markets being set up in the middle of Broadway and stuff. Um, but I'm seeing it more often now, which is amazing. 
And it's, it's something that I want to continue to grow, you know, because, um, you know, even times my nephew says no to soda also, besides him knowing about veganism or being plant-based, he knows how bad like soda is like off rip. He's like, no, I can't drink soda. Like I'll drink water, stuff like that. And it's, I, I just don't remember saying that as a kid. So seeing that now it's like, wow, like there's a lot of kids that are in tune too. So yeah. I yeah. like I like seeing it that it's that it's growing right now. It took me until I was twenty six to say no. Yeah, right. No to that. You know, it's crazy. It's and crazy. I think that speaks volumes for kind of giving that person the knowledge and letting them make their own decision. Yeah, you hear a lot now, like, oh, but people just don't want to change, mm. especially kind of like in the medical yeah uh, world mm-hmm. where they're like. Yeah, but they don't want to change. Right. You know, so I'm not even going to give them the option of the diet and lifestyle mm. change. I'm just going to give them the pill. You know, yeah. the the magic pill that doesn't do anything. <laughs> right. It just keeps you in that cycle of yep. uh, pharmaceuticals. Yeah, because yeah. It, it treats one, it treats air quote one thing, but it causes other things. And it's just a cycle of just, what are you doing? Connected with the bad food. Right. Connected with the bad lifestyle. Right. Because the doctor, you know, they wouldn't tell you how to prevent it because then they wouldn't have jobs. Right. So they, they just keep you to the point where you keep coming back. Like they'll probably give you a quick fix. But next thing you know, something else is up, you know. Totally. So, so having grown up in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. you know, sneaking out to get. Like, <laughs> right. To get the more unhealthy food. Whatever you can when yeah. your mom's probably cooking a home cooked meal. Right. Right. You know, where does it go from there for you? Like through high school or, you know, the education system that you yeah, went through? Right. Um, and yeah, how does the, the switch come about? Right. So the switch ended up happening for me. Um, so even throughout time, like in high school or stuff like that, or honestly seeing it within my family, like I started to see that uh, I was taught that diabetes is like hereditary in this family. And I ain't gonna lie, like I I bought into that. Like I was like, okay, yeah, you know, like I'm pretty much most likely gonna end up having it at some point in my life. Uh, But you know, in high school, when you you know you're now at this point where you're starting to make your own decisions, or you're you're just more curious with stuff, you wanna uh, be your own person. And at that point, that's when I was making the decision to stop doing like fried stuff as much. Like you know, all right, maybe I'll do grilled chicken. Maybe I'll do. Uh, turkey like I call that the fake healthy stuff now right people are like oh no like it's you know it's not as bad but you know it's a little cleaner and leaner like I get it you know so that's how I was in that phase too like oh I won't do this I'll avoid the bread here and there Uh, but to be honest I never really stuck to it I'll always relapse and go back and probably be at McDonald's or Burger King or something like that because it's so local it's so easy to get you know there's no real discipline behind it um, and what's easy to do is what's easy not to do at the same time. So I would always catch myself like backsliding. In other words, like probably be healthy for like a month. Yeah, I'm eating salads, but then I'm back to eating burgers and fries and, and all this nasty stuff because <laughs> it's cheap too. And it's right there. So back to old habits. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. like, but oh. the real, the real, I'm sorry. The real change what happened mm. for me, I would say, um, I want to give the exact timestamp. I would say four to five years ago, in between there, this is when I was working in New Jersey. I was doing sales over the phone. Um, and 
that job require you to work hella hours and you're sitting down the whole day. And even to see some type of money, in a sense, it's a sales job, you got to work like 60 hours a week, you know? And, you know, the, the, the cafeteria they had in that, in that facility, all the, all the food that they served were just junk. You know, it's just like ice cream sandwiches. Uh, you know, like they just like stuff that's absurd. Like, why am I eating this right now? But Hey, I got to hurry up and eat something, get back on the sales floor. Cause I got to get, I got to make this money. Right. So not realizing, um, I'm eating all this stuff. I'm starting to feel fatigued. I'm feeling like, you know, I'm not feeling good. Right. I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Certain things ain't fitting the way they used to. Uh, yeah, I, my mood was really bad. Like, I, you know, it was just crappy. And, um, I also was realizing that like I was in the middle of a depression at this time and there would be times I'm driving back uh, from work and I'm like getting sleepy behind the wheel. Like this times I'm like dazing off. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. And even in the midst of all that, because I also had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of like debt at the time, you know, and I didn't know how to really get out of it. I was in such a deep hole and even like the money I was seeing, it was quote unquote, good income, but my expenses were so high that I wasn't able to hold on to anything. So even then, to be real, it was a dark time in my life because then there was times where I'd be driving and the vision of me hitting something, like hitting a wall or something, didn't scare me. And that's when I said, I need help. So when I, when I first said I needed help, I told my girlfriend at the time uh, that, that these visions are happening for me and you know how I'm feeling and what's going on. Um, she got scared, you know, but, you know, being a partner at the time, she was there for me. You know, she heard me out. But this is when the change really happened. Um, one day I'm on this website that I used to check every single day. It's actually World Star Hip Hop. Right. Which isn't the I mean, that's that's its own website. Right. Like it's not the most brightest website you should go visit. But, you know, this is when I used to check it. I'm not there anymore. But, you know, I, I, I'm on this website this one day and I see a headline that says, Man cures diabetes, cancer, AIDS, sickle cell anemia, the the biggest diseases of the world, right? With food. And I'm like, bullshit. I'm like, bullshit. So I click it, right? I click it. I'm like, let me see what this is about. It's uh, Dr. Sebi on the show with Rock Newman. And it's about a 55-minute video and it's up to an hour. And I've never been so locked in with health in that moment the way he was just breaking things down like he's like why would you consume milk are you a baby cow like we're like the only species that really look to have another animal's milk it doesn't make sense it's acidic you know if there's you know only way that viruses and diseases can spread if there's mucus in the body milk causes mucus i'm learning so many things that i'm just like this is crazy and to know that he's even you know the supreme court of new york uh, we're looking to, you know, pretty much indict this man and is saying that he was out here doing fraudulent, you know, stuff and everything. And, and he won the case. And I'm like, this is not even mentioned in school, nothing. Like, how am I finding out through World Star Hip Hop, which is not the, the number one place that you should look for information on nutrition, right? Or even nutrition, right? So I learned this information. And in that moment, I kid you not, I said, I'm not eating meat anymore. I'm not eating meat not doing none of that remember that that the rest of the month this was like in november the rest of that month and then think about it november thanksgiving even comes up around this time and then i still chose to like no nah, i'm not having none of that stuff like nope 
And then I winged it from there. But I'm not going to lie. As soon as I did that, um, I, f- I was looking into more information about like alkaline foods and stuff like that. And um, Tony Robbins also speaking about health. And But I also heard Tony Robbins has like, he's kind of pesca- more so pescatarian. Like he'll have a little bit of fish for the omegas and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I'll apply that. And then when I came across what the health, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I threw out all the seafood in my freezer. I said, no, I'm going straight vegan. Cause, and I knew it wasn't hard for me to do already because I was already conscious. And there'll be many times or weeks that I would just eat straight vegan and plant-based. So I was like, what am I playing around for? Like, I'm like, all right, does it make, you know, why am I choosing a certain animal's life is more valuable than the other? Like, it should all be the same. So from there, that's when the switch happened. I never looked back. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, there's so much that I want to kind of unpack there. Yeah, sure. So I suppose when you're at the job, mm-hmm. you know, you're not alone there, are you? Like nope. there's so many people mm-hmm. in the Western world now that are experiencing the exact same thing. Yeah. Putting themselves through 60 to 80 hours, yeah. maybe more mm-hmm. in a seat that they, you know, they don't want to be there. Right. But they got to be for some mm-hmm. you know some reason yep financial eating really badly you know no exercise mm-hmm. little daylight mm-hmm. little very little nature if if any yeah, yeah if you're lucky right. if you're lucky mm-hmm. and you know it accumulates year after year mm-hmm. the same repetitive habits put you in a position that you explained yeah and we we say it's normal or you know you've got a chemical imbalance in your brain Mm -hmm. and you've got depression Mm -hmm. you know i'm not a scientist i'm not a doctor right but i've got to think that your environment the food you're putting in your body and the way you're living your life has a huge correlation connection to how you're feeling 100 percent, and it's yeah it's sad that i mean it's it's sad and fantastic that you mm-hmm. had to find this through a hip-hop site yeah you know it's sad that that's the first time i've heard someone put it like that for me actually yeah it's yeah through it yeah you know it's mm-hmm. it's sad that you couldn't learn it in school that mm-hmm. it wasn't front page news wow that everyone has access to this information um but it's also fantastic that this website was like, okay, this needs to be heard. Yeah. We're going to put it out there. Right. And which, I think, I, which I love that they did that. Right. Totally. I, think I don't I, even know how else I would have found it. Tell you the truth. Right. Right. Everyone. And you're in that time. Like mm-hmm. you're a different person now. But mm-hmm. in that time, and it doesn't matter. I bet you've got your seven go-to websites of now. Of course. Yeah, of course. Everyone, I got my, my seven go-to people that I go to. When it comes to nutrition and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Everyone has that. They log onto the computer and, you know, we're these little like experiment rats. We're like, yep, click, click, click. <laughs> right, right. We, 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 we go around on our, <laughs> we check our first five, seven websites. Yep. And then from there, it's like you either get off or you like go on some rabbit hole. Yeah, Every, true. Everyone experiences that. Right. I think to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time you know, you come across that site and mm-hmm. it's it's there for you. And it started for me, yeah. It was it was the the ripple effect started right from there. And 
it wasn't easy though i'll tell you that i was gonna say like yeah so you, you're deep in that yeah how do you then climb out of that right so you're talking about in the midst of the depression and everything exactly yeah yeah so what what i'm also fortunate about as well is that as that was a thing that started for me when i said okay something's wrong here i got i got to figure this out i'm also thankful and grateful that i didn't run to a doctor because in that point i feel they would have gave me some like antidepressants or something like that you know um i don't know if a doctor then would have told me like hey maybe you should change your diet maybe you should this this and this i don't know if that was the first thing they would have led with right so who's to know uh but the fact that i looked deep within myself and said i know a lot of this has to do with my eating too um I'm blessed to to have that willpower, honestly speaking. And yeah, and, and now getting myself out of that, it took, um, you know, I'm not going to say just because I, I'm not going to make it seem like the day that I changed my diet, oh, I'm not depressed anymore. And, you know, lollipops and rainbows fell out the sky. No, you know, times were still hard. You know, it was really hard for me to still make ends meet. Um, I ended up Fortunately enough, actually, like the way I left the job wasn't the uh, the quote unquote best way. Uh, my car got repossessed and all that stuff. Like I just had to, I couldn't work there anymore. Uh, but it made me just sit down and reassess and just think like, all right, I got to go back to the drawing board. Like, okay, I got to get my finances in order. I got to get my health right. I got to, you know, I got I got to be at peace with myself before I just jump right back into another job or something like that. I'll go back into that type of lifestyle and do sales. So it, it, it took a lot of work, honestly. It took years for me to get that right. It took a lot of um, discipline more than anything and um, a lot of like accountability from others too. Uh, I then even pretty much not having my car anymore, I got a bike. You know, I was biking everywhere <laughs> to, to get to places. Um, yeah, cooking at home. I had to learn how to make my meals now. That was a thing, which was a which is a blessing too, because you you should be cooking. I feel like if, if you're gonna go plant based, you should know how to cook something at least, because you can't. You know, if you're eating out all the time, plant based, which is a you know, there's great foods out there, but that could be very pricey too, right? So just learning how to make simple things like my fast food now is a smoothie. It's the fastest thing that I can make right now, and it's filling, and, and it's nutritious. I'm good with that. Most people tell me, what are you eating a day? I'm like, I mostly have smoothies throughout the day, to tell you the truth. Like, I have my green smoothies, my fruit smoothies, and I feel great. And I drink a lot of water. Um, and I'm energized as, as anyone, you know? <laughs> like, so it's it's great now to see uh, the changes and, and what I had to do and, like, the work it took. And I'm still learning, to tell you the truth. Like, nutrition is such an amazing field uh, that there's so many new things I'm being put onto and, and um, new people in the plant-based community that, you know, that uh teach you things because even when i first went vegan i'll tell you the truth matt i got excited that all the junk stuff that i used to eat was like veganized or like there was the vegan alternative so i got caught in eating the vegan sweets like all the time i would justify it too like oh it's vegan like it should be better but it's still sugar you know what i'm saying um so i like to tell people that there's a difference between being vegan and being plant-based Right, because when you're strictly plant-based, you're you're consuming more of your fruits and your veggies. But I also recall recall in this journey where I'm eating a lot of 
the junk or like a lot of the mock meats every single day. And that's not the thing you should really be doing. It's not really recommended. So I'm still learning, in other words, but I, I'm blessed overall how it how it started and how it is now, you know? Yeah, it's an ongoing kind it's of... It's an ongoing thing. It's an ongoing evolution. thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think you can be... You can be vegan and plant-based. Right, you that know? too, that you can, too. You can give a shit about the ethical yep. component, yep. but you can also be like, you know what? I just prefer eating whole food plant-based. Right. And every now and again, I might have a burger. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I still exactly. do it. I do exactly. it more as like a cheat meal or like like a reward towards the end of the week. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, all right, maybe I have you know, a, a Beyond Burger with fries or something like that. Like, yeah, I'll do that for sure. Have you tried cinnamon snail? No. Okay, so, I mean, they're down at the Penzi Food Hall, mm -hmm. uh, right, you know, Madison Square Garden, Penn Station, mm -hmm. and they've got the most epic burgers. I had one today with a friend. Yeah? Yeah, you got to, like, on that day? Yeah, yeah. Make the It's trek. on where? It's on 34th? Yeah, it's on 34th. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. check it out. Yeah. Check it out, for sure. It's really good. Ah, uh, man, more more to unpack there. I, mm -hmm. The, you know, the, the financial state you're in, mm. um, not knowing what to do financially, mm -hmm. all of that. It's so frustrating that we don't come out of like the education system with this knowledge of just yeah. how to do basic financial stuff. Like mm -hmm. we learn all this history. We learn, you know, geography. Yep. We, we learn mathematics. Mm-hmm. But we don't actually get taught like how to fill out a tax return yep. or, or how to get taxes in general. Or right. Like, or like, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. How, how dangerous a credit card can be. Yep. If not used properly. And mm -hmm. you'd be surprised. Like some people might be like, well, it's obvious if you can't afford it, don't use a credit card. But other right. people are like, give me eight credit cards <laughs> and I'm going to max them all out. Yeah. You know, it's, I know those people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. That's also frustrating. And then the last thing before we move on, mm. you made a really good, I think it was pun not intended, intended, mm. Mm -hmm. but you were speaking about Thanksgiving. Yes. And yes. you said, I winged it after, yeah. after that, like a, yeah. like a wing. Yeah. So I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's just the artist in me. I didn't even think. <laughs> I was like, in my head, I was laughing. But you know why we're on that? Man? Yeah. How hard was the social aspect oh, of the change? Oh my goodness. You know what we go through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll speak on it for sure. Um, like, how was that first Thanksgiving? Oh my goodness, it was brutal. It was what brutal. happened? So I had, you know, I have uh, my lovely uncle. I love him dearly. Uh, but what's really common in in, in the uh, Latino community, or even definitely like Dominicans, we share a lot of our love and appreciation in our food, right? Especially when it's um, like your parents or your uncles and your aunts, whoever's cooking, like they love for you to have their food. Like they, they cook with so much love. Like it's part of the tradition. And I used to love my uncle's food. I still do. I still do. Uh, but of course, you know, if it was plant-based, right? Or he, or he makes that option, right? He cooks amazing. So it was that Thanksgiving. They came down. Um, they're from Massachusetts too. And... You know, even mom makes certain things. And, I, and, and even this, even in the beginning with mom, like, mom didn't really understand at some point. She, t she took it as an insult, like, whenever she'll make food. And I'm like, mom, I can't have that. She's like, what do you mean you can't have it? I'm like, I'm choosing not to have this anymore. And it, it's not even thinking deep as to, um, you know, why. It's more like, how dare you, right? They take it personal. And 
that was that was tough in the beginning, you know, because there were times I, I, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I lost my cool too, and it became a little bit of an argument, opposed to being understanding as to why the person's responding that way, and you know, it took a lot of conversations to be like, listen, you know, I'm doing this for us. You think it's just for me? It's really for us. You know, diabetes runs in the family. Um, you know, I don't want to carry on that that tradition, or I want to break that family curse. You know, so to be honest, it's it's really the diet as to why diabetes is running so strong here you know and and as i was saying that it was clicking from them you know it started to click and even now mom is definitely uh way more pescatarian but but to see that you know she eliminated you know meat and poultry from her diet is is already big you know because it's like it's it's kind of how i went through it. it it was like gradually for me it wasn't you know i went instant for like the first month and then I, you know, went like, okay, let me do pescatarian. And I just went, you know what? I'm, I'm sticking to vegan. But I'm seeing that happen as well. And then my brother's also pescatarian too. So it's great, you know, that now that, you know, we're aware. Um, even now in Thanksgivings, we'll make like vegan lasagna. And then all of, like so many friends of mine will come over just for the vegan lasagna. And they're not even vegan. But they're, they're just so surprised how good it tastes, you know. And they're like, oh, I can't even tell the difference what's in this. And that's when I, that's when those conversations start to kick in. And I'm like, you know, we only really crave the seasoning, not the flesh. Like, you know that, right? Which I said in my video, too. And they, they'll they start to, you know, they'll hear it. They'll be like, you know what? Yeah, I see what you mean. I'm like, yeah, it's just like the texture and all that stuff. Like, it could be easily mocked. Like, it's, you don't have to eat that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, and, then, and then we'll start to get into it. Or sometimes they'll come to me and we'll have that conversation um, but overall with the family, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that it's, uh, it's really big as far as the changes that I've seen. Um, and even then I would also say that even their doctors have recommended it to them. Like, Hey, I think you should cut out this out of your diet. And, um, and cause you know, that the health related issues. So to hear that that's even been going on, like, it's not only just me saying it, cause sometimes I need to hear it from another mouth, um, or even someone who's, who's even a professional. And yeah, that's been going on. So I love it. I love it. If if we can get that going, yeah, you know, like community wide here mm -hmm. in the Bronx, mm -hmm. the combination that you were just referring to there—the doctor, mm -hmm. the family, mm -hmm. the social aspect—you mm -hmm. hit all those nails on the head, and it mm -hmm. doesn't become a hindrance. It's not a problem, right? It's like, yeah, I'm going around to to Noah's house. Yep, vegan lasagna. Right. <laughs> right. Boom. Yeah. Like. It's it's easy then. Yeah. I literally have those friends that every time Thanksgiving is coming up, they send me messages in advance like, you're saving me a piece. You're saving me a piece. And I'm like, I can't guarantee you that because, you know, I got I got other friends from different blocks that are coming through. Like, no, 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 I'm going over. I need that vegan lasagna. So to know that that's, if anything, I could see that as like the, that's the starting point for them, you know, because it's just like, hey, this is not the only good thing that's vegan out here. Like, you could try this. You could try that. And then it makes them see that the transition is easy, you know, easier, if anything, because then than what they thought, because they think it's like the hardest thing to do. Um, but you got you to have a strong reason why. That's why I tell people, like if your reason why is strong enough, then anything's possible, you know, it's it's what keeps you on yep. the track. It's mm -hmm. like it's like watching like, a, you know, a motivational video. Right. And you get that hit of inspiration. Yep. And it lasts a week. Mm -hmm. And then you go back into old habits. Right. It's the same kind of thing. But if you find that why, it's it's easy to stick on it. Mm -hmm. And it's always, it's the case with 
with social events, like you bring the vegan plate mm-hmm. and you'd kind of do it because it's for you and your partner. Mm-hmm. So you know you've got something when you go to these social events, but before you know it, it's gone. Right. It's always the first thing is, to go. Isn't isn't that funny? Yeah, I find it the funniest thing because it's like, all right, <laughs> it's, it's like everyone wants the you have the people that are plant based or vegan and and this is what pretty much all that they can have. But then you got the skeptics and the people like, let's see how good this is, and it's like, you know, you're gonna like it at this point. You're gonna be impressed. But hey, I think can you like save some for the people that actually. <laughs> eat this way because it's kind of like it's so funny like that's happened to me so many times yeah you you, you'll literally be having the conversation with the Mm -hmm. guy that's like but where do you get your protein right the conversation stops and the first thing he gets on the table is the vegan thing right and you're like that was for me dude but have it anyway have it anyway oh yeah yeah so true yeah that's so true no it's it's funny how it all it all works out right now you know, we've we've gone through, you know, the upbringing, the food. Right. When does music start kind of creeping mm. into your to your life? Right. As an artist. Right. right you know, right. we all consume music. But yeah. When do you start to find, you know, a love for for creating right. it? Absolutely. So I started in in high school. Actually, I remember this like day like it was yesterday. Um, this is when we used to use AIM. I'm not so sure if AIM was ever big in um. You're you're from Australia, Australia. right? Um, so it was just like, uh, it's kind of like what I messages today or like direct messaging is. So we were using aim and it was a friend of mine that I knew from high school and I'm talking to her. I'm like, Hey, I'm just bored. It was a summer, summer day. And I was like, yeah, I have no idea what to do. Like, it's just nothing to do today. She's like, why don't you go write something? I'm like, what do you mean? Write something. She's like, yeah, write a poem. I'm like, about what? She's like about a girl. And I'm like, okay, I have nothing else to do. So then I ended up writing the poem. And then, because, you know, rap and poetry is the same thing, right? It's just, you're just doing it over a beat, if anything. Uh, so then I end up sharing. I'm like, you know what? I wrote it. I'm like, cool. And then, uh, funny enough, my brother comes home from work one day. And I'm like, hey, I wrote a poem. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah. So then, like, I, I rap it for him because it ends up being a rap. And if anyone knows my brother, like he's this overly <laughs> excited person, right? So like I'm I'm rapping for him. And he's like, yo, that was you? You wrote that? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, keep doing it. Keep doing it. I'm like, okay. He's like, yo, we gotta put this out. We gotta, you know, he's telling me to share this on so many platforms. Probably MySpace was big at the time. We gotta put this on MySpace. And I'm like, I'm bugging out, like thinking that it's not that serious. I'm like, you sure is this good? So then what I'll start to do is whenever I'll be around friends, because they know, they they know, if anything, everyone really knows me or who grew up with me, is I'm always doing something musically. Like whether I'm banging on a table or I'm rapping something, I'm singing something, I'm just that friend, right? That's superly like musical all the time. But I didn't know I had an artist in me, you know? So I ended up uh, being around friends and I'll, I'll rap that verse, right? And I'll say, who do you guys think that is? And they'll say a bunch of other rappers that are big and famous. Oh, that sounds like this guy. It sounds like that guy. And that's how I knew that it was decent. Because if I were to rap it for them, they'd be like, who the hell is that? Or like, that's trash. I knew that if anything, I, I got some work to do. But the fact that they were like, oh, that sounds like this guy. It sounds like that guy. 
And I'll tell them, like, that's actually me. They're like, since when you rap? Right? So they were confused. And then I just kept writing. I kept writing. Um, and it's become something I love to do. It's a way that I express myself. It's, it's a way that uh, it brings me peace more than anything. Um, you know, at one point, I definitely, uh, even with my brother, I had it as a thing. It's like, it's, this is the thing I want to do. Um, and it didn't, it didn't fall through all the way. You know, there was differences along the road. But I love my experience with it as far as like getting into, you know, what it takes to be an actual artist. Uh, but as of right now in this moment, I use it as my ultimate form of expression. Um, but I am getting serious about it. 2020, I'm really looking forward to dropping a project and see where it takes me from there. Do shows from there. Um, I have a certain way of how I want to do the promo. I want to make it very intimate and special. Um, but yeah, that's how I view it. That's how I view my art. It's just the way I express myself. And if people could relate to it, great. And if they don't, that's great too at the end of the day. so Very cool. Yeah. I, li- I like it, man. So music kind of comes before plant-based. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like... Music's of, been something there since day yeah, one. It's yeah. within you. Yeah. It's natural. Mm-hmm. And plant-based was to- a totally different right. journey. A whole different love at now and just like, whoa, how it hit me. So let's talk about the video. Yes. You know, let's talk about the video. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's where the vegan thing mm-hmm. and the musical thing right. collide and they come right. together. Right. So... Our connection, our mutual friend Rachel Atchison. Rachel, yes, yes. Uh, she showed i I'd never, i I'd, I'd never heard of the first video, the yeah. one you got the inspiration from, right? And I'd never heard of your one, right? And I was like, how have I not heard of this? Like, it's <laughs> right. crazy. It's right. like it's viral. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, let us in on the inspiration, right? First of all, because I'm sure there's a heap of people that are aware of the video and if they're not it's easily accessible yeah and then let's talk about you and your friend yeah devising a plan to, yes. uh, to do it for sure so it started with my friend um who's a who's a comedian on, on instagram and just an entertainer overall uh his name is andy as well andy ortiz but he, on on instagram he's known as Riddell ortiz and um this is actually around the first his first year really doing this. Well, actually a couple months in of him being a, a comedian, right? And Joyner Lucas, the original video, I'm Not Racist, um, is is a really, really powerful message um, that for a lot of people left people uncomfortable. Either you were uncomfortable, inspired, or both, honestly. Like it, it, was, it was something that was triggering for a lot of people, especially in the climate of the country, right? You know, so you got Trump that just got into office not so long ago. And then he dropped something like that. And it was a very touchy subject, but I love what Joyner did in the video, like how he he was able to walk that line, you know, and not everybody agreed with the things that were said, but the message made sense, you know? So I, I thought of it, it'd be super powerful. I respect it. I still love it to this day. And this is around a time where that video just popped off. I'm, I'm, I'm talking first two weeks, I think, right? Where this video is just taken off. Everybody's reposting it, stuff like that. My friend... Uh, Riddell calls me, Andy, and he's like, "Yo, bro," I'm like, "What's up?" He goes, "Have you seen that Joyner Lucas? I'm not, I'm not racist, video. I'm not a racist." I'm like, "Yeah, I've seen it. it's pretty cool, right?" He's like, "I thought of something." I'm like, "What's up?" He's like, "I'm not a vegan," and I start cracking up. I just start, I'm laughing super hard because I already know his creativity, and I'm like, 
oh, this is this is going to be epic. He's like, you down? I said, of course. Like, let's do it. He's like, all right, find the instrumental to the track. Send me it, and I'm going to call you back, and like, you're going to hear what I have so far. I'm like, okay, cool. I send him the instrumental. He calls me back within within that same hour, and then he raps like the beginning <laughs> of of the verse in the video, and he tells me to go to a quiet room. He's like, this is top secret. I don't want nobody to hear this. So he raps that to me, and I just start cracking up. I'm like, this is funny. It's it, it's it's ignorant. It, it's it's so many things, but it's great at the same time because there's people who really view it that way. So I'm like, so he goes, all right finish up i want you to write your your version we're gonna go to the studio this day this man's orchestrating the whole thing and i said that's a, that's how I, that's what i love about andy is that this man knows what he wants and knows how to do it right so he's telling me everything i'm like cool as soon as he hangs up the phone i start i start writing and there was a point i got really frustrated though because as funny as his verse is right i then was debating to come back in a funny way but in a way what i thank my brother for telling me at the time because he saw how frustrated i was writing it he was like do you do what you do be noah he's like why are you gonna try to out funny a comedian you're just gonna lose so do what you do and then see where it goes so I was like, okay. And I'm like, you sure? I don't want to be like the preachy or like the typical, oh, preachy vegan. He's like, no, just just do it. Have fun with it. And then he was the one actually that suggested like, you should put the foods in there. And I thought that was corny to tell you the truth. I was like, I'm not going to put food in, in, in this verse right now. He's like, no, you should rap about what vegans eat. Because that's, that's a big question. You know, that's, that's, that's a big concern for a lot of people that don't, that don't know. So I was like, okay. And then that's actually one of the most quotable parts that people come up to me about is about what I eat or what can you eat as a vegan. And yeah, we didn't think it was going to go that big, I'll tell you the truth. Then when we dropped it, it reached a couple couple thousand views uh, within the first day. Then we see it reached a couple 10,000 views, 100,000 views, million views. Nuts. To then have Joyner himself repost it. Yeah, it, that was that was incredible. Like, I, if you would have told me this two, three years ago, like, yeah, this was going to happen, you know, at some point, I don't know if I would have believed you, especially rapping about what I'm rapping about. It's like, nah, like, I don't think so. But it did. And, and it's it's been a blessing, like, ever since. Like, and people refer back to it. Um, people people have stopped me, you know, in this neighborhood. They tell me, like, yo, I seen your, I seen your video. Um, if it was because of that video that's made me you know, eat better and stuff like that or make better decisions. And to this day, it catches me off guard. Like, I don't I don't sit and think on it every day. Like, oh, yeah, I have a video that's pretty viral right now. Like, I don't I don't care. But the fact I care about the impact, that's what I care about. The fact that it's impacted people and um, people to this day, like they'll quote it to me. And, and it's, it's amazing. I love it. I watch it back right now. It still gives me the same feeling like I'm laughing. And then I'm then then you get my part where it's like you get educated at the same time and then we get that common ground the way how we did it uh the way how we imitated the original video with joiner where we just make peace like just because we eat differently doesn't mean that we can't be friends you know what i'm saying so love love the journey behind the story um behind the the video and uh the making of it it was it was crazy epic yeah
So the inspiration... So when I first saw the I'm not a racist video, mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. first question was, is this a legitimate rap battle? Right. Or is it an act teaching people? Mm. And I still don't know the answer. I'm assuming it's an act teaching people. Right. So it's so that's a great question. People, when they see the video for the first time and if they don't know Joyner, Joyner loves making videos like that, right? He's a storyteller. So people think it's two different people rapping. It's actually him the whole time rapping from both, right, from both perspectives so well. And they're just acting out what he's saying. So in a sense, it is a battle, but it's it's him doing the battling and and choosing uh perspectives of the black person and the white person so which makes that even way more creative because you would have honestly there's a lot of people who see it for the first time and and think it's two different people and it's not it's him the whole time got you yeah and then what you kind of referred to in in your part Mm -hmm. sorry in 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 andy's part of your video is Uh the ignorance right and it's the exact same with right when he's speaking from the I don't the typical white middle right, or the white supremacist yeah. right 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 he's right he's wearing a make america, america great, great again mm-hmm. hat mm-hmm. and it's super ignorant and i suppose he he really raps about all the horrible misconceptions of the community right the people of color in this country mm-hmm. and to i'm just learning this right now yeah. that's so cool that he that he did he that. also does the reverse yep on behalf of of the people of color mm-hmm. and and their perspective of, of what it's like to just be bombarded with this this horrible rhetoric yeah it's um it's a tough time in this country right very now. very yeah very so that that's why i i respect him so much for doing that and because there's a lot of artists who would who wouldn't even do that, who wouldn't even dare. They'll they'll think about how many fans they'll lose or how much money uh, or endorsements and stuff like that would probably not want to support him afterwards. But the fact that he just said "fuck it," you know, this this is what's going on. This is how I feel, and look what it did. Like it, it just, if anything, it brought him to new heights. Now, like he's been he's been talked about more now than ever before. Because I've been following him for some time. And it's until he dropped that video is that led to his popularity now, you know? So, and it's polarizing. It's a polarizing video. You know, you got people that, you know, say it's great and you got people that say that they don't like it. But the fact that it's, it's, it's a conversation is what's powerful. And to know that our version did the same thing, you know, because some people really took it as like Andy being serious, like, oh, he's serious. But we know he's being funny, but some people really view it that way. Like, you know, like the people who eat meat and stuff like that. And it's, it's ridiculous at times. Like it's so that's why what I love about both of the videos is that oh, it was even a challenge. The fact that we were able to capture in a sense the same essence of the original to then our version, which is could, could it could be considered a parody. But then I've even heard people say that they love our version more, you know, and that's humbling because I think just what he did as you're breaking down and you didn't realize that it was him on both sides. That sounds more challenging to do, you know, but um, both videos go hand in hand. Both videos are powerful um, and, and make a lot of sense in today, in today's America. So in worldwide, honestly. So I love I love what we were able to do. 
with that. No, totally. You've you've really hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Like, okay, so I, I literally watched that video mm-hmm. and then straight after Rachel shows me your video. Yeah. And I came away with, with similar questions. Mm-hmm. Like, is Andy vegan? Right. Is Noah vegan? Right. Are they just rapping about a topical conversation mm. or are they genuinely opposed mm. or is it an act mm. all these kind of questions and then listening to the lyrics mm-hmm. is also awesome right it's you know you you actually like you're so zoned in yeah you guys grab the int- attention of, of me at yeah. least and millions of other people no i love i love that you're telling me that and that's so great because even so to to know that those are the questions that came up that just goes to show that the art is great you know when it leaves you talking about it you know or having questions that fulfills the artist's job you know so i've had people dm me like hey are you really vegan i'm like yes you know, like this, this and that, like, oh, is Andy too? And I'm like, no, but he respects it. He understands. There's, there's been times where Andy will call me and he'll, he told me numerous times, he'd be like, um, can you come with me uh, for food shopping? Like, I just want to make better choices. Like, I, I, I want to start the transition. Um, can you help me? He's genuinely told me that before. Like, you know, me and my girlfriend want to go shopping and we had you in mind. Could you come up one of these days and, you know, just educate us on certain things i'm like for sure like i would love that uh it hasn't happened but it's been considered you know i know that's even considered um me and andy love to go uh, what, what's part of our little like tradition every time i go visit andy and um he's in queens we go to veggie castle which is uh one of the like to me the best vegan spots here in new york it, it's it's amazing i love veggie castle and we go there. He was the one that introduced me to Veggie Castle. So Andy's aware, you know, uh, and he respects it. He doesn't. He's not opposed to veganism or being uh, being plant based. He understands the reasons why. Um, but I love that he still was able to tackle uh, um, an extreme view that's not even really his. Uh, but he he's he's aware that people can see it that way. He got it. He got it. He nailed it. To the point that people think he's really like that. He's not really like that. He's got the soda <laughs> right. thing from McDonald's in one hand. He's rapping. It's just, it's perfect. And do you know what I'm thinking? This has just come to my head, but it shows that non-vegan people mm-hmm. even have the power to help the vegan community. Yeah. So this guy... The first, like the first thing he thinks of after watching "I'm Not a Racist" mm. is, "Huh, I'm not a vegan." Right. What a great idea. Right. To show the the opposing views, mm. and let's put that out into the world. Yeah. He's not even a vegan. Right. I didn't even think of that when I saw no. it. No one else did. No one else. The only person that thought of that was a non-vegan. Right. It's it's Andy. He's right. the only one in the and world. And I haven't I haven't heard it been been put that way and like you just you just been dropping amazing jewels this whole time like yeah yeah i love it i love it yeah i'm blown away honestly yeah to think and that and that's why i admire his genius too because he's he thinks that way like he's outside of the box with it he'll see something and be like all right let me let's take let's take it from this angle 
So as you said, right, for him to be not even a vegan himself, to see a video about race and then think of veganism, that's Cra- tremendous. Crazy. Yeah. And he's a comedian. So another layer right. on top of that. Right, right. Like, And that also shows that you don't have to be pigeonholed into one thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Okay, Andy is a comedian. Right. Doesn't mean he can't write a rhyme. Right. Right. Absolutely. Who's stopping you? Yeah. 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 No. So, congrats to to you you. guys. Thank you. Thank you. It's um, it's it's really cool. What platforms did you choose to kind of throw it out to uh, to begin with? So we we first um we put it on Facebook, and we put it on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All around the same time it took uh, it's most popular on facebook and on youtube it's um it's in the hundred thousands views but on, on on facebook it's it's hit the millions and uh to this day this times I, i'll probably check on my facebook once in a while i'll get a tag on it <laughs> or i get a message relating to it uh I, re- I just remember and i recall where andy and i were texting each other just constantly seeing how much the views were climbing up we're like yo it's at it just grew five thousand views in this this one hour and we just it was nuts so it was like it was the first time where we both got a glimpse of what it is to be viral in a way and andy now is on this whole different thing like andy's like five hundred thousand followers on instagram and and all that which he deserves that because he put he's been putting in the work for that and his content is amazing so i'm not surprised you know um but to know I'm a part of that, though, to know that I, that he considered me, I'm forever humbled and blessed by it, you know? So, yeah, it's it's it's, um, it's funny because now what I've realized since it's already been two years since we released it, it's normally around this time where it starts to to grow again or it's, it's we get, like, re-tagged on it or we get, we get reposted on it because the holidays are coming up. So Thanksgiving, every time Thanksgiving comes around or even Christmas, that video is just, like, a thing on the internet now where people are just quoting it or... They're tagging each other on it. So it's going to happen again where people are going to bring it up. And I love it, though. I can never get tired of it because it's a powerful message. It's it's a powerful piece of art at this point. You know, it's, it speaks to, to the masses at this point. So, I wonder why that is. Right. It's like mom has to see this before she puts the turkey in <laughs> right. the <oven. laughs> Right, right. It's like, all right, Thanksgiving coming around. All right, we got to put this on. Like, yeah. They're probably playing it in the living rooms as they're serving food or something. Like, that would be funny to see, like, you know, the the, the reaction of, of, like, families seeing it for the first time. But, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's great, though, overall. I love it. I, lo- I love the feedback. And the day you recorded it. Yeah. It looked like a cold day oh, oh yes how did i forget about that so it was andy's brilliant idea um to say let's record this outdoors and i'm like dude it's below 30 outside that's below freezing for celsius right baby. right i'm like it, it, it's literally freezing outside um you sure you don't want to rent a room you know like we could do a little similar to like the original video like where they're kind of like a cafeteria I'm like, you know, give me, give me a couple days. I can figure it out. He's like, no, no, no. We're doing this right now. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> so we end up doing it outside in between takes. I remember putting on my jacket, jumping up and down, you know, rubbing my hands together, trying to keep warm. And 
I'm surprised it didn't come out in the original video that there were there were times I would be shaking in between my verse. And thank you to Ronald who directed the thing. Ronald's actually Andy's cousin as well. That uh, I would I'm gonna credit his editing where because I'm pretty sure there's clips of me shaking mid mid verse. But uh, yeah, it it didn't it didn't show in the video, so I'm thankful for that, and that's part of the unreasonableness of what I what we were talking about, you know, off camera. But yeah, it was so unreasonable for us to do it outside. Some people comment on that too, like, "Why is this outdoors?" Like, and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't know why, but it's all we had, and and then we made it work, and and look what it did." It's like, yeah, you had the choice, guys. You didn't right. have to do it outdoors. We didn't have why? to, but we chose to. No, it know? adds to the the feel of it, right? You know, right. It really does. It adds to the scene. <laughs> and I remember Andy just saying that. He's like, the snow looks so beautiful. Like He was just selling it to me like on why we should do it outdoors. And I just kept trying to like argue that. Like, dude, no. Like, We should do this indoors. Like, It's not going to be that fast. Like, We're probably going to mess up in some of the words and reshoot it. He's like, no, no, no. I'm telling you, dude, outside. Like, The snow looks beautiful, this, this, and that. And it's true though. Now that you watch it, as you said, like the setting in a weird way, it kind of works. Like, so yeah, I credit Andy for that. That wasn't my idea. <laughs> how how long did it take to shoot? To shoot it, we shot it all in one day, mm -hmm. and we had a limited amount of time too because the sun was going down. And I think if you look at the video again towards the end, where we're actually like making peace, the like the sun is setting. So we were even pressed for time. So throughout that whole process, that whole week recording it um finding a place to record it finding a place to shoot it shooting it it was all like crunched like it was crunch time it was like impulsive spontaneous it, and it worked out though and, and honestly it was probably one of the most stressful things i've ever had to write and work on and shoot and it's the biggest thing i've ever done at this point yeah no it's <laughs> It, like from the first phone call, yeah, it's like bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah. This it was happening. all in that same week. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. within the same week, or even a couple of days, I would say. Calls me that one day, day two, day three. We're writing, we're recording. Nuts, nuts. So for those that haven't seen it, would you recommend finding the "I'm Not a Racist" video first, and then watching "I'm Not a Vegan"? Right, just so they could see where the inspiration came from. Um, also paying homage to the original. Uh, but also I'm not mad at people seeing it the other way too. Like if they see our video first and then they watch Jordan Lucas video, uh, right after. But, um, yeah, I would recommend them seeing the original first so they can see where, where, where we got our inspiration from and then find it and share it. Right. Right. But share both of them cause they're both yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, yeah, that was cool to learn about, you know, yeah. I, I definitely had some questions that right. were, I suppose, from the quality of the art yeah. like it was that good there's there's questions Thank you. that i'm sure everyone has now i suppose after that you know mm -hmm. it could be it could be thought that maybe both of you guys are musicians and you're, mm -hmm. you know you're, yeah. you're full time and all right. this kind of stuff so what is it like now as like an independent artist right how do you balance your life what does your life look like now right so i actually just recently uh got certified to be a medical coder. So I'm, I'm tapping back. I, I used to work on the medical field. I'm tapping back into that. Just for it's also, um, it's luxuries from working remotely and things of that. So that will allow me to reinvest in myself, put more money into my music, 
um, and other stuff. You know, I've actually another friend of mine uh, the other day uh, gave me the idea, like, why don't you? Um, she she gave me the idea of making my own like plant based protein powder. Cause I was telling her like I've been experimenting. She was like, I could see you doing that or having your own product. So those type of ideas, I have a lot of ideas uh, for both music and um, just you know being vegan and plant based. Um, yeah, so just tapping into that field uh, just for the for the finances uh, to then obviously reinvest in myself. Uh, but when it comes to the music right now, um, I do it as like I said, it's, it's more of a hobby for me. You know, cause for me to be like, hey, I'm a full time artist. No, I still, you know, I'm in the daytime. I'm working with kids with special needs as a paraprofessional, which I love dearly. I love those kids. It's another community that I, I really uh, um, feel for, um, and and I definitely want to give back to. Um, so there's yeah, there's a lot of things that I have my my hands on to tell you the truth, uh, but it's it's coming together though. Like like slowly but surely, I'm starting to figure out like how am I gonna fulfill all those things that I love to do into one thing. Um, so 2020 is why I'm really getting, uh, focused on it more and amping up for like a release of a project. Um, how am I going to market it? Um, you know, who's, who am I marketing to things like that? I'm, I'm really focusing on for the new year. So be on the lookout for that in 2020. Beautiful. Yeah. It's a juggling act. Isn't yes. It? Yes. I, I think, I think as, as we have these platforms and more independent artists mm-hmm. can just release, mm-hmm. It, it creates a lot more competitiveness. Right. You know, so you'll find a heap of artists mm-hmm. that are working two jobs and music on the side. Yeah. Anything like that to just, you know, keep their content rolling. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's Absolutely. I, th- I think it's super common in the industry. Yeah. Do you ever, do you ever think back to that, that aim conversation? Mm-hmm. That you had and for sure. Do you think do you think had she not said go write a poem, mm-hmm. you would have gone down this track? That's a great question. And I honestly don't know. Because what I remember though and what I could recall is when I was younger and wish I, I wish I can find this folder. So I used to write poems in elementary, like in like the third, fourth grade. And I remember I used to write poems about people. I used to write like stories and poem form and stuff like that. So, or I guess raps, you know, in a way. And I remember I had them in this folder. There was like an alien folder and I just can't find it. I lost it. I wish I, I really wish, you know, I'll be able to see it right now and see how was I writing and what was I writing about. Uh, but I always, I, I guess I forgot that I had a way with words and it was her to re, reopen it for me, revisit it. Um, but I don't know if I would have revisited it you know, without that conversation, who's to know, right? Um, but I, I tell you this: I love music. I love, I love that. Uh, I love that the the talent I've been blessed uh, with music and what I can do with words. I also saw in an interview. I forgot who it was though, but I don't. I say this in a good way. I don't even know if music is the only thing I should be doing. I don't know if that's my only that calling. You get what I'm saying? I feel like it's 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 a part of it, but it's not the only thing. It's not like, a, oh, this is all I'm here for. Like, no, I, I've seen myself, you know, releasing, you know, books as well or speaking at events as well. Like, I, I'm, I have a love for that too. So, um, 
but I'm also talented. You know, I'm also, I also have the talent to make music and rap. So I love that as well. So it's it's figuring it out. It's it's a process, honestly. It's not easy uh, because you don't want to be that person that, that seems like you're a jack of all trades and then a master at none kind of thing. Um, but 2020 is when I'm focusing a lot more on music than anything. Um, and then I'm going to work from there and see what else, what else comes and um, what else I can do, you know, moving forward. Yeah, I mean possibilities are, are endless endless yeah yeah but also what's cool about rapping mm-hmm. is it as you said it's essentially poetry with a beat right so you know poetry books mm-hmm. are a fantastic resource for a lot of people mm-hmm. i've got one in the van actually on wow. our on our van bookshelf wow they're those things that you can pick up mm-hmm. turn to any page and connect with something immediately mm. it doesn't matter what page of the book mm-hmm. but it can be a positive start to someone's day it can be yeah, it absolutely. can be what they need in that moment mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a wrap you know so yeah I, I i can't wait to see yeah where you take it man whether it's protein powder or <laughs> a, a book deal right right you know? you know or the goal eventually for me will be able to fulfill all those things at some point in my life you know just so that i can then you know say when this life is over that i gave it a shot you know to everything that i thought out to do you know like i would like to do this one time just say if say even i gave it a shot like hey if it didn't really fall through it feels better to say oh well than what if you know so that that's where i'm looking at it at this point so yeah i appreciate the support though yeah i'll definitely keep you guys in the loop and you guys will know firsthand what's coming out or what's what's the first thing to come out with me for sure well, that feels like a beautiful ending. Yeah, a great way to wrap it up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that was that was one of my favorite conversations possibly ever. I appreciate ever. that. That wow. was yeah. That was an hour. Yeah. You know, it feels like we've been here for two minutes. So, <laughs> right, right. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Creating. Thank you. Uh, just continue to do it, man, because your community, you know, is begging for this information and mm. and, and needs it so much. Right. Uh, so yeah, good luck in the future, man. I'll be paying close attention. Can't wait to see, you know, what, what, what happens Thank uh, you so uh, along much. your journey and, uh, we'll stay in touch. Absolutely. That's, Cheers, a, that's a must. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate Cheers. it. Hey everyone. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation. A big thank you to Rachel Atchison for connecting me with Andy at such short notice and helping to make this happen. Once again, if you'd like to find Andy, you can find his viral video done with Riddell Ortiz on YouTube by searching I Am Not Vegan, which is inspired by Joyner Lucas's video, I Am Not Racist. Both great videos, highly recommend checking them out. Uh, Andy is also on Instagram at noah.vision, that's N-O-A dot vision. Thanks again to all of you who continue to take the time out of your day to sit down with me every week and join the conversation. I really do appreciate your support and can't wait to keep bringing you more conversations from people who are leading this movement. I'd love to hear your feedback, so please let me know what you thought of today's conversation by leaving a rating and review through the Apple Podcast app. I'll see you all next week, Veggie Mates. We've got another great conversation lined up Uh, with Saker from For Goodness Sakes on Instagram. Until then, keep it plant-based and I'll catch you then.